Hey, this is Kevin from Kevin's Barbecue Joints, and welcome to the Kevin's Barbecue Joints podcast. This one's really special. It's with Lupe Navarez from Lavaca Barbecue in Port Lavaca, Texas. If you don't know where Port Lavaca is, it's nestled between Corpus Christi and Houston. It's on the coast. It's also southeast of San Antonio. During this interview, we don't go deep into the backstory of he or his wife, Christine, or his daughter, Kelly, who's a pitmaster. All three of them own the restaurant because that's been done. This done by Texas Monthly. People have interviewed them. We want to talk about the here and the now because, number one, they're opening a second location in Victoria, which is about 25 miles northwest of where they are talks all about the building. It's really cool. It's like a tire store and a pawn shop. They're going to be opening up a trailer there probably in September that they'll be serving food out of as they finish out the construction, which will probably run them into next year. But that's going to be a great location. But one of the big reasons why I wanted to talk to him was he did a barbecue joint pit tour of their entire restaurant, of the pits that they build. And he just came off as such a genuine, hardworking guy, creative, go-getter, the menu sounded incredible. They're a Texas Monthly Top 50 restaurant, but he also said that you can't rest on your laurels. And I really wanted to expand on that and learn more about that. And throughout this interview, he goes back to his employees and how important they are and all the different things he does for them because they're family to him. And one thing to really prove that, I've been texting back and forth with him for a number of weeks. He sent me videos, and I'll have them at the very end of this on the YouTube side, of his employees talking and introducing themselves and saying what they do with the business. And it's it's wonderful and genuine. And you'll be amazed too by the menu. If you don't didn't know the menu, you'll be surprised. There's so many different options, so many different things that they serve, unique things, things that are completely unique to his restaurant. So I can't thank Lupe enough for taking the time, for being so sincere. He's a really great, great guy. And I know the Lavaca Barbecue will be on your list of places to visit when you visit Texas. I have a website at kevinsbbqjoints.com. But at the end, stay safe and visit your local barbecue joint. Good morning, Lupe. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you. Yeah, it's so nice to finally speak to you in person. And, and that tour that you gave was just fantastic. I'll put a link below to that for people to see. But I, I and a lot of people, you've people know your your backstory. Can we go into it just a little bit really quickly? Yes, and then you have a lot going on. So I want to jump to that so that we can yeah. talk about that because I think the, I think people will be really excited to hear that. So how did you guys get started? We started uh, years ago. Uh, we were a competition team and I mean, we weren't the best, but we were learning. And uh, so we were competing across Texas. And uh, of course that didn't pay the bills. And we thought, you know, one day uh, Christine was teaching in uh, near Houston, driving about an hour drive. And she kept talking about wanting to retire. So I told her, I said, uh, you know, maybe we could start doing something. And I said, I get you a food truck. And you can start saying, selling baked potatoes. If you can sell nine baked potatoes a day or 10 baked potatoes a day, uh, that's all it'll take. And, and with that, it'll supplement your early retirement. So we got to look at it. It was a joke. And then it got bigger. And then uh, at one time uh, when we were doing cook-offs, a lot of my thing was uh, barbecue pits. So you went to a cook-off, not so much for the cook-off, but more for like a car show to take your pit. Yeah. So we had made a cool stainless steel pit and we were doing that. And uh, I thought, well, uh, you know, how do you did? I think Daniel Vaughn came out with, or they came out on Texas Monthly with a story about the thousand gallon smokers. Mm-hmm. And I thought, man, it'd be nice to build a thousand gallon smoker, but you can't take it to a cook-off. What do you do with it? And we thought, hey, maybe we can open up a restaurant. So in my mind, it was restaurant, thousand gallon smoker. So we started hunting and we found the restaurant, the, the building to make the restaurant. And, and we talked about it and, it, and we thought, hey, we're going to go forward. At the same time, 
it was my opportunity to start building a, my new thousand gallon smoker. And was that, so, is that the location that you're at right now? Yes, this is the location we're at now. It was an old gas station. And uh, we did, I mean, you've, you've seen the walkthrough before, but we do all our own remodels, except what's permitted. I mean, electrical and stuff, you know, plumbing. I, I wanted to ask, and th- because uh, some people have asked me after they've watched the walkthrough, why do you love doors so much? Because I love that you read, that you the take old doors, things, yes. Yeah, you take so things it, and reclaim. It's just, uh, I, mean, I love old, it. And, and especially in Texas, I don't know how it is in California, but over here, you've got your boutiques and you've got, you know, everybody's walking around in shorts and boots and, you know, uh, so that country boutique feel, uh, you know, old shiplap, uh, old doors. So I was looking for something that we could bring, incorporate that with, I mean, the main, the sign, the board behind us is actually with shiplap around it, you know, or a little mark or, 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 or uh, chalkboard, yeah. but the, the, the old doors and it's cheap. Uh, it's something you can just take a screw gun, put it up against a piece of plywood and all of a sudden it's, it's yes. a cool thing. Art. And uh, it, it saves a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's it's really cool, and and I I can describe it to the end of the earth. But I'll put again, I'll put a link below because people can see it. But you have doors in places that people wouldn't expect. But you also have those old doors with the sound, like the little, yeah. like the the little uh, general stores. It's just yes, our actually our screen doors in the front. I went all the way down to South Texas and bought them off a of marketplace, and we paid like three hundred dollars. But they still have the five and dime signs. I think it's got a they got camel. Uh, the, the cigarette yeah. uh, things on it when kids could go in and buy cigarettes for, for their parents. Isn't that but funny? We put a double spring on them because we want them to pop. So when people come in, you know, some get startled. And uh, when we were doing our tea machine, a, a young man came in and did it, and, I, and the door popped, and he just got startled. I said, "When's the last time you heard that sound?" He looked at me like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> it's like nobody's. I mean, if you weren't back in time, you never, yeah, yeah. you know. Grandma had the had the hydraulic shock on the on the on the storm door. They never had mm-hmm. screen doors. They weren't old enough to experience that. But just like 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 taste and smell, sounds will, oh, yes. will register a memory that's visceral and wonderful, and that's that's what you're and that's what you're bringing. It's an homage to something, even if not everyone recognizes it. There's a group of people that do recognize that, and it's yeah. and that's wonderful. Can you talk about the the location and port? It's Port Lavaca. Where where is it situated for people for my, their minds eye? Port Lavaca. Uh, we are halfway between Corpus and Houston on the coast. So if you find Corpus Houston. 50 miles or 30 miles off the coast, you'll have Victoria, which is going to be the next uh, bigger town. And we just happen to be right off of that, right next to the water. So how far would you say you are from Houston? From Houston, we're from here, from Port Lavaca, from Houston, we're probably a uh, two-hour drive. Corpus, maybe hour and a half or so, hour and a quarter. Do people, is that drive. is that somewhere where people go for, for vacations? Is that a vacation spot? From here to there, or from over there to here, or from from Port, like Port Lavaca, would that oh, be yes. somewhere that's would someone yes, go mean, there? People, or is there... actually it's sort of weird because we're almost like a wagon hub. We get people from Houston to coming over. We get them from Katy. Uh, the other day we had somebody that would live right behind the street uh, or close to Texas Chocolate, and uh, they were friends with them, and they they come here to Port O'Connor to fish. So we get people from I mean Corpus San Antonio. Uh, so it's it's like we're the hub, and there, there's a uh, you know. All those people are coming in from from that area. So uh, on a regular basis on the weekends now, of course, uh, because of the exposure of Texas Monthly and, and now Eater. With Kelly's video, that's fantastic. And we'll get in. We'll get into yeah. that. But that but is that uh, so is that is it a place where people are? Is there lodging for people? Say someone wanted to come to make a, a weekend out of it or 
Oh, there is. I mean, they they got, uh, you know, you can rent houses or a lot of people. It's weird because they'll come in from San Antonio and they're all from the same little fishing village or so, you know, where they bought condos or something. So you get the feeling that maybe somebody was hustling somebody at the mall going, hey, if you go down to Port Port O'Connor or or Magnolia Beach, you can get a great deal. And they all bought at the same time. And now they're friends and they all show up at the same time. They've been out for years. That is kind of neat. That that's great. Yeah. And then so so it's it's you, Christine, and Kelly, the the owners, correct? Yes, all three of us. And Christine's your wife. Kelly is your Christine's daughter. Christine's my wife. Kelly is is uh, uh, our daughter. She was a two year teacher, and uh, she's the one who, when I had to go back to work after COVID, or you know, after when COVID hit, uh, she took over the pits, and we trained her, and and uh, you know, she took care of everything. Yeah. How does she like that? She loves it. The other day we had a conversation and uh, she said, I finally found something that I'm good at and I love to do. Uh, great is that? So, yeah. So it's, it's cool. And everybody, everybody participates. I mean, she's going to be leaving for Florida next week. I'm going to have to get back in the pit. So it's my time to take some Instagram pictures because I haven't done that in a while while cooking. Uh, Christine actually does uh, all our direct heat. So uh, we've got a smaller smoker that we had showed uh, that we turned into a grill. So we're doing chicken, we're doing burgers, we're doing, I mean, uh, all of that, you know, over, over coals. And she does that, you know, in the mornings. Yeah. I'd like to talk. And I'd like to talk about your, uh, all the specials because you, you have a very unique menu. You have the quote unquote central's Texas style menu, but you also have a lot of different unique things, but, but, but if, if, for people who watch the video or who hopefully will watch the video after this, the pits were built by you. Yes. So the, the pits, we, I had showed a little bit on your video. They'll go back and watch that. Uh, but the pits, it's a little bit different than, I mean, I'm a designer by trade. So I'm, I've got 30 years experience in structural steel uh, design, uh, do piping, uh, we do foundation. So in, the, in my mind, I always have to draw it before we do it. And that's why the remodels are the way they are. I've changed the design on the pits to where the firebox actually sits a little bit higher. And we use 100% of the pit right up to the edge. Uh, I mean, not to say that others don't, but uh i mean for us it works and mm-hmm. it, it was an easy build so eventually we'll uh hopefully if we can get it or get caught up uh maybe yeah. we'll uh, start uh, manufacturing some pits because that's the, you kind of hinted at that in the video and you've talked to it off camera we've talked a little bit yeah. about that that and would be and, being, and you talk about being creative and always looking for something that's different using the doors using tin uh i'm sitting here on some old booths that we bought that are probably 70 years old but it's when you when you can't afford to buy it, you have to make it or you have to get a good deal on marketplace. The other day, uh, I want uh, I mean, not that we're going to do it, but I, I want to at least make my own whole hog, uh, maybe for an employee party or something. Who knows? You never know down the road. But I wanted to make a cooker, but I wanted it to be I wanted it to be cool. And uh, so I wanted the base for one without, with saving a bunch of money. So I've been watching marketplace. I actually found a dumpster in Houston. And it's 40, it's almost six foot wide. It's 42 inches and it's extra tall, never been used. It was a prototype for a nozzle spray thing for insecticide and a $4,000 smoker. I mean, uh, now fixing to be a smoker, but a $4,000 dumpster, uh, no scratches on it, uh, bought it for $500. So I've got it at home. Wow. We just got to cut it down. Now, most of your hot cookers aren't double wall insulated. They're single wall, mm-hmm. and uh, we're going to take this and do a double wall insulated completely and do the rotator for the hogs and uh, the lid that hopefully opens up different than everybody else's. But uh, it's just another toy to build. Yeah, and it's like my mind's thinking now, like you should document that someday. Let's not, not necessarily show it 
before, but at least for your own. Just yeah, for, I, put it, I put it on my Instagram story. It's kind of cool. Uh, uh, I, anyway. I didn't see it yet, but okay. okay. Yeah. Well, that's, that's, that's it's a, maybe even one of the reels or something. <laughs> okay. Well, I know it's a look. So I'll put a link below to all your social huh? media. That's, that's really cool. And, and so, so you, are you welding your stuff? You're welding yourself? I weld all of, I mean, I have a buddy who helps me too when, when, when we've got stuff we need to hold, but I do, uh, I do all part. I can weld the hell out of carbon steel. When it gets to stainless, uh, I'm not a good stainless welder. So yeah, I've got one pit that we took to Troubadour. And if, I don't know if I sent you pictures, but it's mm -hmm. a our stainless one. Yeah. And it's carbon inside, stainless outside. We used that for competition. And uh, I traded that. I have a, a old welder from work that retired. And uh, he came in and we traded services. Uh, we made him a carbon steel pit. And he helped me weld my stainless one. That's so, that's so uh, yeah, I mean, you've got to trade, you got yeah. to, and you and there's, and there's there's guys, there's guys that that can do that, that are like that have barbecue joints that yeah. cook and that are marketing, but also to make pits. I think, uh, Reed Guess, I think, uh, he, yeah. I think he does, and, he makes his own pits too, which is amazing. Yeah. And at work, I'm, I mean, at the plant, I'm, I'm, I'm blessed to be able to have got options to help out for kids during Christmas time. And I picked up a Lincoln 250 diesel welder and I brought it home. And Raymond, the guy who retired, had just retired. And the cool story is we're at the house and uh, I told him, I said, there's an issue with the welder. I mean, can you look at it? And he came back and he was teary eyed. I'm like, damn, I hope it wasn't that bad. And I just bought the thing. And at the bottom of the welder, it was marked in, in uh, marker and it said Raymond De La Rosa, his name and the year. It was his welder when he first oh. started working at the plant. So here he is 40 something years later, retires. What's the chances of that him is... being at my house, retired welding and his welder, that I had just bought from the same place at the same place. So that, he, uh, he got emotional. That is magical. That yeah. is, see, I, I love, that's what I love about life. And I love these little, like half things that, that seem to be happenstance, but that happened for oh, a reason. It's just There's no way that that. Yeah, it's behind the scenes stuff that people never talk about. I love that. No, that's really neat. That's, and so you, you named a welder. I'll put that welder below. So if I ever get into welding, I will call you. <laughs> I'll call you, <laughs> I have your number, but I, I think I probably need to, maybe I'll come down and take a, like a, a private class someday with you before I, <laughs> I just start doing it in my own garage. Cause I think it's, yeah, it's not, so maybe, not maybe something. one day uh, we can, uh, like I said, my goal is to, and we've got this and we'll be talking about Victoria, but after that gets started, maybe when I do get to leave the plant, it'll be to where we will supplement that with, with maybe pits. Uh, I did run across, I mean, I'm always looking for, for domain names, you know, how important that is with social media. Yeah, yeah, I did So I did thing. purchase Texas, <laughs> Texas brisket smokers.com. So I thought, eh, for a big thousand gallon, that'd be a cool name. So yeah, no, that's uh, a I bought that name. never know down the road if we ever use it, but. Yeah, no, and I've, you're just like me. I have a bunch of domain names for all these grand ideas. Cause I think that life, that's what life's all about too, is ideas and having things that you're excited about that you're very yeah. excited about so but before we jump to victoria i want to so it's thursday you guys are open thursday through sunday correct thursday through sunday so thursday we open up from 11 to 2 for a lunch crowd friday we open up from 11 to 8 uh because we've added our fiesta friday in the, in the evenings yeah and then uh let's see saturday uh, today we're open to 6 30 11 to 6 30 and on Sundays it's 11 to 2 11 to 2 um, typically nobody opens up on Saturday on Sundays you know in the area and gives uh, you know families an opportunity and one thing that we do on Sundays is across the board I mean all you got to do is tell us that you've attended church and we give your whole tickets 10 percent off oh that's we nice. give you 10 percent discount all you got to say is you've attended church yeah yeah and, okay uh, I had that's... an old teacher that came in and sat in here at the very beginning when we opened and we offered that from the very beginning and she goes loopy 
how are you going to know if they're telling the truth? And I put my finger up in the air and I go, if you want some bad juju going home, just lie about going to church. Yeah, yeah, we don't have people <laughs> And that kind of goes to with your slogan, right? What's, the, what's your, uh, what's your credo, your motto for your restaurant? Jesus, Texas brisket. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. yeah, That's our sign up front. Of course, yeah. a lot of times people come and go, Oh, you're Jesus. I go, no, that's Jesus. <laughs> that's so funny, yeah, that's why uh, uh, Daniel Vaughn's first tweet was you'll find Jesus uh, down the road at Lavaca barbecue. I love that. Yes. That was, so, that so was we, we talked to him and we, we made our, our t-shirt and, and put his uh, uh, information in the back, his quote. So Fiesta Fridays. So Fiesta Fridays, uh, how that all came about is we had opened up in Bay City because we had a Bay City location that is officially closed. Bay City, there, I mean, there's, there's, I mean, I, I mean, I guess the word I'm, I'm going to end it is there's some towns that don't have a Cadillac dealership. And there's reasons for it. And yeah. Bay City's not That's one good. to have a That's Cadillac dealership. Good way to so, say it. So uh, we ended up opening up Fiesta Fridays as a supplemental income to replace that income over there. And okay. it's great. So we, we brought in our uh, more of our Mexican influence. So we wanted something that was as unique as our smoked tamale, uh, something different that nobody's doing. So we, I played with some, and we love blue, blue corn with our tortillas and things. Uh, so I found a way of doing blue corn pizza and uh, actually getting it to rise. And uh, it's just, looks just like blue corn tortilla, yeah. but it's, it's a pizza. So uh, on Friday evenings, we, uh, I have a uni pizza oven in the back and uh, a little area set up and, and uh, we make our pizzas and huaraches. So huarache being a flat, almost like a flat bread, uh, like a tostada. And usually it's like a street food in Mexico, but we actually do it in a pizza oven. Ah. So it's, it's about probably the width of a, a full half tray. Wow. So a quarter tray. And you can get that with anything you want on it, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. We do, uh, you know, we'll do any meats. We'll do nopales, the cactus, uh, cilantro, onions. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll top it with the lime. And the pizza, same way. You can get the pizza with, you know. The pizza is a little different because you, you wouldn't expect, you know, just to be a pizza. So we, we, we were almost tied in the old Italian way where you get the the onion, the peeled tomatoes, you know, whole tomatoes, Italian tomatoes, and we crush them with a glove and put a little spices in it. And we put a, a, some of our barbecue sauce in it. So you don't want it to just be, you know, barbecue paste out of a can. So you do have that still that Italian flair with a little bit of barbecue to it. And it's wow. just real thin for flavor. But yeah, they're, they're great. Yeah. How are, are people, how, how is that turning out? Do people love those? Yeah, they're, they're loving. I mean, we did, we did several last night and people were like, wow. And it's just like, uh, you know, them being the, the blue corn. So uh, we had a pizza oven at the house. Uh, you know, we still do over a fireplace. So we had a little bit of the background of making pizzas and things. And I thought, you know, it's almost like social media. So I jumped into a forum from like Italy and there's people from all over the world that they were on that forum. I put my picture of the logo with the pizza. I thought, hey, this would be great for some international, uh, you know, <laughs> notoriety. So yeah. I put it out there. And all of a sudden they start going, show the recipe, show the recipe, show the recipe. You know, it's like, I get this backed out and then go back. <laughs> well, yeah, that's funny how people are. With the Nopales, do you have that available on the menu all the time? Or is that just for the Fridays? That's yeah. just Friday evenings. Okay. Yeah, yeah but it's Friday evenings. Okay. And because and- it, we're right now being short of staff. Um, if it's when we get really, really busy, uh, you know, that we it's, it's in the next room over and it, it'd be, you know, you have to have somebody walking and yeah. back and forth and giving the order and, and somebody cooking over there. So it makes it tough. So Friday evenings, I'm available. Yeah. So I come in and help them. And I, that's my job. But with the, but, pizza with, guy. But with the, um, the Nopales with the cactus, 
Like, is that something that is just for the pizzas or do you have that on the menu in general? Is that something? Cause that's so unique. Uh, no, we usually, the Nopales are, uh, they uh, go on, I mean, you can have them on the pizza, but we usually do it on, on the, on the Huarache. Okay. Sometimes we get somebody come in like last night and they go, Hey, I want the pizza, but I want it all the way. So, okay. You know, which is usually, you know, your, your, your onion, red onions uh, and your stuff. And they go, no, I want the, I want the Nopales and I want the cilantro. So it's like you can get the warache with uh, you know on a pizza or other warache. So and warache awesome. being sandal in Spanish, okay. it's flat and flat and wide. And did it, you know, is it Lupe or Lupi? It's Lupi. Lupi. Okay. Lupi. Yeah. Okay, good. Or Lupi. Yeah. Lupi or Lupi. Lupins. Okay. I just want to pronounce. Yeah. I want to pronounce but it correctly. Most of the you know when Hispanics walk in, they go Lupe. Okay. Yeah, that's a lie. I pronounce it Lupe, but I but then you said Lupe, yeah. and I wanted to make sure I was pronouncing it. No, you're good. You're okay. good. Yeah, but with the uh, back to the pizza, what we wanted to do is we wanted to bring something different. Mm -hmm. So when you look across the board for Texas barbecue, which you know you've got all nationalities being uh, represented, and I mm -hmm. thought, man, nobody's really doing Italian. Yeah. But how do you go Italian? And I thought it'd be cool to do some Italian because uh, nobody's doing it. But I don't want to just go full blown Italian. I mean, you just want to jump out. Now you now you're doing American. Tex-Mex and now Italian so we tied the the pizza back in with the corn blue corn and tied it back in and call it a Mexican pizza that's great do you have tamales every day we still have the smoked tamales yes can you get them in half dozen is that how people are doing the tamale is in a plate uh you can get it you know two tamales in a side I think it's like 12 bucks but they're like quarter pound a piece so the funny thing is when you get people that come in and they go, especially if they're Hispanic, they go, I want a dozen tamales and go, okay, it's $80. And they look at you like $80, but it's three pounds of meat. Yeah, no, that's, that's what they thought. Fill, yeah, a dozen tamales will fill a, a full uh, aluminum pan, you know, full buffet pan. That's so, hilarious. Uh, yeah. Well, that's, yeah, it's, it's different. It's not like, it's, it's not specific. And then let's, let's go to dessert. And then I want to talk about Victoria. So, uh, so, so you sent me some photos of, and, and, I, and I've seen your desserts online. Can you talk about your desserts? Yes. So desserts, we started out, we've got a, our, our banana pudding and we've got our cakes and we've got, you know, all of the, the things that had, you know, we had started with, but we wanted a, 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 a program, a dessert program like others have. But yeah. honestly, I mean, we're a small pop, mom and pop place. I can't afford $40,000, $50,000 to pay for a pastry chef. So we have a family friend, Jennifer, and uh, she's with Simple Sweets and, uh, and Guns. She started her own business after she started with us, but we hired her and she started making uh, desserts for us and making cheesecakes and they're awesome. And I told her, I said, you should quit your job one day. And she goes, no, I don't think I'll be able to. So it got popular enough and that she was able to, to quit her job. And, but she still, we, we, she makes her, her cheesecakes here, but we make an awesome cheesecake that we've worked together to come up with. And it's a smoked cheesecake in, in the smoker. So they smoke it in the smoker. Then it's topped with our pork belly that's rendered down in our beef tallow. Oh. So it's little crumbles and that goes on top of our mac and cheese, but it goes on top of that. And then we top that off with a bourbon maple syrup. <laughs> So when you tell people, oh, do you want to try this? It's a, you know, cheesecake when they, they go, nah, I don't think so. It's like, you know, meat on top of a cheesecake. But when you go to taste it, it's almost like the, the, the texture of maybe a candy pecan. It's really, a, it's, it's a great flavor. So we took uh, 4,000 samples to Troubadour uh, in Georgetown and uh, people really, really, uh, really enjoyed it. We had Mark Champion here uh, from Pearland came and took some, uh, 
some photos for Coke the other day for Coca-Cola. Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Jennifer was here and Juan, her husband, and he said from Chubador, that was the best bite I had wow. uh, of everything I tried. Well, it, well, it, uh, it makes sense cake. because of the, the saltiness and, yes. and the savoriness because, and I know every city probably has it, but I know in Los Angeles, there's a place that has, I think it's maple donuts with bacon crumbles yeah. on it. And so it does balance. It makes yeah. a and lot of you, sense. And then you tie in the little, the little, the top of it gets a little brownish color uh, from the smoke yeah. uh, on the cheesecake. So you tie a lot together and it's, a, it's an awesome bite. It's our mm-hmm. signature uh, uh, cheesecake and uh, Jennifer uh, is going to start working on uh, a smoke series for us. So uh, I oh, think that's there's a smart. Chipo- that's cool. Habanero, there's a Chipotle habanero one. I think that's coming up uh, that she's working on right now, smoking it, it and then topping it. So giving us uh, a, a series of just smoked cheesecakes. I love that. And I'm trying to highlight desserts more too, because I know everything, all the meats, all the sides, everything gets highlighted by yeah, everyone. And, but I, I think that's a yeah, neat thing. And, and Kevin, there's a lot of times that businesses, uh, barbecue places will hire a pit guy and, and there's enough business in the area. They'll go, I'll tell you what, you're my pit guy. You've been here three or four years. Uh, you know, good luck. You have my blessing. As long as you're far away from me or, you know, hundred miles or whatever, I'm going to help you open up your own place. And we see that all the time for us. We, we want to do the same thing, but we can't do it with, with, you know, Kelly's doing the cooking and we all, you know, where we're at, but uh, with desserts, you know, we're not in the business of producing cheesecakes and just making a living off the cheesecakes. Yeah. So my thing was helping her out. So she is our employee. She cooks for us, but we said, Hey, on, on your spare time, make extras, sell what you can. So it was well enough that she was selling so many and she gave herself a name for her business that's... So she's got a name, just like I've got a name for my barbecue pits and I haven't started selling them yet. And uh, health department contacted said, I, I, we watch you and we see that she is cooking out of your kitchen. <laughs> but since she's got a name now, she's official. She needs to be. So within a couple of days, they got all the paperwork done. They came and did an inspection. She's got her own cooler. So she's got her side legally business out of our business. That's so nice. even though she works for us, her side hustle is covered because she's legal at our place. That's and uh, so we're not charging. I mean, it's like we want her to do as great as we can, you know, do 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 the best you can. And that um, says a lot about the way that you guys run your business. Yeah. That's when the, you help somebody without expecting something back. Yeah, yeah. And in important. turn, it helps us. We get people coming in. Sometimes they'll say, come get a piece of cheesecake and buy some brisket. And they do. They'll come in and they'll pass the butcher block and they'll come back as the now needs brisket. But yeah. Uh, yeah, it's kind of cool. We help each other out. And yeah. Uh, yeah. That's she's really going nice. to be going, she, they're going, uh, being an employee, they're going to go along with us to the festivals, uh, Troubadour festivals. And, and we'll talk about a little bit, but we're also going to, to Monterey, Mexico, October 1st. And we're taking them with us. What's that? What's October 1st? Uh, Luis, uh, Rivas, uh, invited oh. us to Monterey to the, uh, his big, uh, uh, festival over there, barbecue fest. Yeah. They, That's I October think... 1st in Monterey, Mexico. Okay, because I think I remember seeing uh, Abe Delgado from the I Crush Barbecue Show. That I think I've seen him promoted too. Yeah, I don't, Abe's he's in California, connected but to yeah, it. this is actually going to be uh, in, in Monterey, Mexico. And uh, the funny thing about it, I was uh, visited with him yesterday about what we need to do is, is it still doesn't, doesn't jive to me that we're taking our smoked tamale back to Mexico yeah. where they, you know, nobody's ever seen it. He, I mean, I'm barely here. We were the first ones to do something like that. And now you're taking a tamale back to the homeland, you know, back to Mexico yeah, and totally... see, you know, you know, you know, tell them, you know, showing them a different way of making a tamale. Which is nice. It's like a weird, a blending. It's like, yeah, it's like a circle. That's a strange, strange circle. Yeah. But how far away is Monterey, Mexico? 
Uh, golly, I, I'm not sure. I mean, I, I know yeah. it's 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 uh, probably maybe an hour, hour and a half from the border, maybe. Okay, so is that something that you would you would We're try? Fly right? in. Are you flying? Yeah, in? We'll, we'll fly in. Okay. Wow, that's yeah. We'll probably go in. We're probably going to go in uh, maybe four or five days early, and and uh, that'll you know, be fun. Check out some of the other barbecue places. Wow. So uh, I know there's some other barbecue places over there that have Texas style barbecue. So we'll make the rounds. It's the bigger city. It's you know where your 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 doctors I keep and, hearing you know, about it. So maybe yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, 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 that's that's kind of funny. So what's happening in Victoria? So Victoria, Victoria, we we're looking for a, a location over there. But uh, we wanted something off a of main road. So the main road that comes to Victoria is called Navarro. It's a four-lane road. And the mall's at one end, and you go all the way down to the other. And the thing about it is everything is so expensive nowadays. If you want to buy some commercial property off a of main road, especially there. So they're tearing down newer, I mean, well, older restaurants. They're tearing down car washes to build other stuff. And so when they're buying it for, you know, 400000 500000 600000 and then they're, they're building another restaurant. I mean, that, so they're, they're tearing down the build. And uh, we were fortunate enough to find a location over there that was three quarters of an acre, uh, was a tire shop, um, a big tire shop with multiple buildings, 6,000 square foot of buildings. Right next to it is an 1,800 square foot pawn shop, three quarters of an acre all in a corner. And originally that place started for, I think it was 700 something thousand uh, or more, there were some houses, of, uh, two houses involved with it, and then um, it, it got it got lower and lower and lower, and, and they cut it back. And so at the end, it was the big building, and then the pawn shop next to it, right in the corner, all concrete, uh, great location. And uh, we ended up picking that place up for it. It was at at one time it was a little over four hundred. Uh, they needed to, uh, they needed to get rid of it. They told us uh, we had through a friend that knew them said they they've got to get rid of it. Okay. So uh, we made them just a real crazy offer. I mean, it was you can't even buy houses that cheap here, you know, anymore. And so we offered them like two hundred and sixty-eight thousand dollars. <laughs> and uh, the realtor came back and said, No, 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 no. People want to buy it to tear it down. But uh, when we checked uh, with the person that knew the family, it was like, No, it's 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 not that. Yeah. So uh, we ended up, uh, long story short, by the time it was all over with, we ended up picking up the location for $306,000. Okay. And uh, so not bad for a big commercial building. So when we saw it and you walk in, uh, it's, it, there's, it's, it's, so it's a big tire shop. You have discount tires is a big place in Victoria. And, and mm -hmm. there's two of those. You can't compete with them. You can't compete with Walmart. So the mom and pop tire shops now, it's, it's tough to make it. Sure. So right across the street is a huge mechanic shop and they, they repair buses and that kind of stuff. So you couldn't come in and open up a mechanic shop across an, an existing mechanic shop. So it sat there. Nobody wanted to do anything with it. There was nothing to do with it. So when I saw it, it's like, wow, this, this is a barbecue place. Yeah. Uh, we've got a 30, almost a 27 by 75 front Bay area that they had added with garage doors. And I figured, man, that's oh. my, that's my seating area. Yeah. And then you walk into three more bays. And then that's the old gas station part of it, uh, old tire shop part. And I said, well, that's that's the kitchen and serving. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, wow, this is really nice. And then when I walked to the back, there was a tire storage area. And that's probably, I want to say, maybe almost a 40 by 40 area. Wow. And it's it's real tall and, and the concrete's almost old. And I thought, I mean, a great place for putting about three smokers in there, 3,000 gallon. Yeah. And I looked to my left and it's, I call it the little creepy room. So there's this area <laughs> that's like 27 foot square. And it's double height, you know, two story, 
and you walk in and it's just tire racks welded up. We've got to cut them out to get them out. You can't get them out to the door, but they're, you, they're just solid all the way to the top. And when I saw that, and there's a side street right behind that, I thought that's where my food distributor drops off his product. We've got walk-in coolers. Kelly can actually prep her briskets and things in this room. It's a cold room. And from here, she walks straight into the pit. So then on the other side of the building, we walk over and there's a little lean-to covered up with like metal. So like, you know, just, in, but there's like hurricane fence all the way around it. And it's like, this is weird. I mean, did they hide people in here or what? But what it was is actually where they stored their old tires. And they didn't want anybody coming in to steal old tires. So they put sheet metal around the outside of it, like a barn. Yeah. And But there's hurricane fence inside with gates. And I thought, how cool. You move all that. And now you've got wood storage. Yeah. So we've got a huge wood storage. Or we've got room to actually put smokers even outside in that little lean-to area. Oh, my gosh. So a great location. Um, but to come into Victoria, it was going to cost another bunch of money, I don't know, $40,000, $50,000 to be able to get a, a great, I mean, not a great, but it would be great if you spend that much money, but a septic system. You need a, you need it now. It's not just the receptor that goes underneath your sink. They want a big one installed, 1,000 gallon plus in the ground. Oh. And we didn't want to do that. We we're going to take the pawn shop and get it ready to sell out of while we remodeled the big building. But we didn't want to spend that kind of money for the pawn shop. We, if we're going to do it, we're going to do it right. Mm -hmm. So uh, fast forward, we got with the city, found uh, a different way of doing it. So the front area is going to be a lot like we have here in this building. Uh, it's going to be open air. It's going to have big ass fans like we have here. And uh, right in front of it, we purchased a 24 foot uh, trailer that we're going to serve out of. But we don't like to cook out of the trailer. I mean, it, it, we won't be cooking out of the trailer. We didn't want something. We didn't want something to be to be dirty. We want it to be super clean. Yeah. So it's pure white and stainless inside. The only thing that's actually heated is the steam table, and it's basically a glorified trailer serving line. So we'll take products from here, 30 minute drive, load them in the warmers, park right in front. They can buy from the trailer and actually eat inside the building. On the back side of the building, we can still work on remodeling with our permitting while we're serving the front. And that's about 25 minutes from here. Okay. And, and that's, you know, a lot of people that have multiple locations will have a hub, like a, like a place that they, um, they're cooking out of, and then they'll be bringing to a couple different locations. Yeah, I mean, so. right, right now we get a lot of people from Victoria traveling over here to eat, you know, in the evenings and stuff. Um, and a lot of loyal, really loyal customers. One of them brought us a new Texas flag to hang over there. The other one gave me a, uh, in gray, I uh, embroidered uh, apron. I mean, the, oh, they're not just great. supporting the, the barbecue. They're actually supporting the business. What is Victoria like? That Victoria is, a you know, so we're 12,000 people here. I think Victoria is pushing 70,000. Oh, wow. And then you've got surrounding smaller towns. There's Quero and Goliath surrounding other towns around it. And together, that's the hub of where everybody comes to shop. And I, I want to guess that you're probably pushing 100,000 possibility with all the surrounding nice. towns. It's a big difference. That's definitely it's so. When so when will you be serving out of the trailer? Right now, the trailer. I visited the trailer. I'll get it inspected uh, two weeks from now. Uh, not this Tuesday, but the following Tuesday, and it'll be ready to go. Uh, I've got a. Uh, we're working on the building over there now, and uh, we're getting it painted and getting restrooms together. And there's uh, right now there's small issues like. Uh, you've got the exit sign to be able to get out, but they wanted a light on the outside in case there's no power in the hotel and you're buying barbecue and you're in the dark. Uh, you okay. can actually stand outside the doorway through the emergency light, uh, things like that. But it's all safety issues that we need to take mm -hmm. care of. Um, so, so, so would you say August 
September? I, I'd say August. Probably September. September. We've okay. got a few more festivals and stuff. So the other thing too, since it's going to be open air and it's it's and it's right now it's so hot. You know, y'all you are having blackouts over. We were 103, 104 degrees the other day. And you guys have humidity. So we're in no hurry to <laughs> put people in a in a in a hot box right now. Yeah, yeah. So will people be at like in your mind's eye? So people will be getting from the trailer, eating inside that yes. area, and t- but then. The remodel, will you be remodeling that area too? Yeah, so behind, behind the front section of, of that wall, we've got the rest of it. So once we get our permit in and, and I get the design drawn up, because we do, I got to do all the plans first and submit them to the city, then we'll start putting up walls and, and doing that kind of stuff on, on, the, okay. you know, on the weekends on the back. How far off do you think that part will be? Early next year, probably? or Man, it, we'll, we'll have to see. We'll see how Victoria turns out. The, the thing about it is we're doing all of this out of our pocket. Uh, of course, we all know yeah. the economy is not the best right now, and yeah, uh, so. we've we've been approached by a couple of people that have said, "Hey, you know, uh, you know, how would you like to be a partner?" Like, you know, we've gotten this far. Uh, everything we're doing pretty much is for Kelly down the road. I mean, uh, you know, you know, it's it's yeah, that's gonna what you're her, to do. Her, her, It's going to be her business. Yeah. So uh, we want to make sure that when she goes forward, she's got 100 percent of it, not 50 yeah. percent of it. No, that's so we'd rather go a try little your slow, best to do that. Yeah, I agree. That's smart. into it. And a lot of time, I mean, when you're doing deals and you're you're great get deals, you're going to marketplace and you're buying doors and decorating with that kind of stuff, it really cuts the cost down. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I wish we could just throw you know 50 contractors in it and get it done, like a lot of places. But a lot of those places are typically there's a, a money guy or uh, the business owner, the building owner is cutting a deal with. The it rest. adds a lot of stress too, a different type of stress. stress because you not only have to cover your 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 part of it but you also have to cover your investors yeah and that's and and you want to be your own person you want to control your destiny with what you're doing and that's that is so that that's really exciting so well you'll you'll keep both locations open right you'll have yes. both yes in victoria we're going to do something different uh, as soon as i get my permit and it says okay you can open up already because we want we want one thing at a time with the city once that's done then the next thing we're going to do is uh i've already talked to them about doing a pit room out right up front and uh, we're not going to be smoking briskets there, but we'll be doing direct heat. Ah. So we'll have a direct heat coals underneath. Uh, we'll do burgers. We'll do chicken halves. Anything that we can cook underneath, you know, two, three hours, hour, hour and a half. You know, chicken is about an hour. Yeah. Uh, so you got the drippings. You've got the sop. Uh, you've got the, the smell and the smoke ah. right there by the pit. So uh, that's, that's the next step. Yeah. So do, do you think it'll be a Thursday through Sunday thing? Over there, we're probably going to start, um, because of my work schedule still, we're going to probably start Friday evenings. So we'll probably do Friday evenings in tonight and then Saturday lunch till we, till we either sell out okay. or, you know, in the evening and then Sunday the same way. And then kind so of we'll expand it as time goes Sunday on. Over there to start with. And then as time goes by, you kind of adjust yes, things. Yes, we'll as... adjust here as we need to. Okay. And that's and that's something, too, that that we kind of touched on a little bit is you're you still have your other job it's something that this isn't like it's everyone looks at like so you, you made the texas monthly list it's a big deal but it also you've had to have your other job because you want to keep everything going and moving forward exactly. and it's one, it's one of the one of the things daniel had said at one time during one of the interviews and, and it's like just because you make texas monthly top 50 it's not a guarantee mm-hmm you've got to have your local support yeah, and you've got to make sure you've got, I mean, basically for us, we have to have a great product and, and customer service. So our local plants here uh, are, you know, are great, you know, for caterings and meetings yeah. and they'll come and, and do that here. And so we've got a lot of that support and of course our local customers too, but 
if you didn't have that, you can't just depend on the, on the banner hanging outside going on no. the top 50 restaurant. No, definitely. And then are you hiring for that location? If someone's watching this, we're, we're that... always hiring. It's, okay. it's, it's, uh, it's really tough to find, yeah. uh, you know, employees okay. right now. Yeah, yeah. So that's a lot of the issues of what we're having. Uh, you know, we have uh, Bay City when we had Bay City open. Actually, we're paying our Bay City employees to drive an hour over here. So they get their they get their salary, their hour, their hourly wage and their they get a car allowance per day. So uh, we pay them their hour and we give them $40 for the day for them to drive their car from there to here. Uh, and, you know, just to have the extra employees. And, and luckily for them, uh, Jamin, his children uh, that work for us, they're homeschooled. So they're able to help during the week. Oh, wow. So uh, that's, that's a blessing. So we, you know, hiring, home, uh, hiring homeschool kids, uh, family. I mean, if it wasn't for that, you know, we'd be in a bind. You, you had sent me the other day, you had sent me uh, some videos of your employees. And yeah. is that something that you're going to be posting? Or is that something that I can include maybe at the end? Oh, you can include I mean, I, because I, th- I, 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 I did I it so that. much. I mean, yeah, I did it not so much for, you know, to post it. Yeah. But when we had this conversation, I wanted you to, to personally see them. And, I love and hear them. So it's almost, I'm, I wanted to be like, you're here and you're shaking their hand. Yeah, no, and, I agree. Uh, yeah. So you know, you know, who they are and, and what they do. and. You know, their oh, personality a, a little bit and that's what I, that that's that's the reason the main reason i love the food i love the food so much but i love the people and i love people that care about people and that want them you want all your employees to flourish you want them all to to thrive and have and yeah yeah and, and just just like we you know we're we're uh, hopefully jennifer one day can can uh you know say hey I, i'm i'm gonna sell you cheesecakes now and uh, i've got my own big business that's what we're hoping uh, but the other thing we do for employees that, that nobody really talks about is like, uh, you know, feeding them. Uh, we've been to some conferences before with the food companies. And they go, oh, no, 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 we, we don't give our employees food and we'll give them a discount. We'll let them eat. We, they can eat anything for lunch they want out of the warmer except beef oh. ribs because they're so expensive. <laughs> and they're so, you know, there's not very many of them. But if they want brisket for lunch, they could actually eat twice their salary or hourly salary in just a lunch uh, <laughs> and it gets to the point that they don't want to eat barbecue anymore i mean so uh we we let them eat anything they want uh if they haven't eaten and they want to take something home they can take it home uh if it's a sunday and we've closed down and we have leftovers we split it up and they they take the, the leftovers home uh, it's, like, thing it's, too like, is, it's a family it is it is and then when we hire them we tell them you know we we give you uh if it's your birthday they get celebrated you know, they get a basket and they get a cake. Everybody sings to them. If it's Valentine's, Christine goes and buys everything for them. I mean, so all holidays are celebrated with them. Their birthdays are all celebrated uh, because you, you know, appreciate what they do for you. Mm-hmm. That's, you. You treat them like family. That's so great. Can we do a quick run through of your menu just so people know what you have? Just I, it'll be in, it's in the video. It's in the walkthrough. And you can yeah. see photos of the menu. And I'll, I'll have at the very end of this, if people are watching on the YouTube side, I'll have photos, tons of photos, because I love to have that. And also in the montage, because I think that people love that. Um, can you just go over really quick so people in their Yeah, head, we've you know. got the, the traditional brisket, ribs, sausage, and uh, we've got uh, pork belly. We smoke our pork belly. Uh, we also have, uh, on Fridays, we're ha- we've got our, our beef skirt, fajitas. We've got our, our tamale that's smoked 100% in the smoker. So that's really unique. We also have, uh, we just started doing pork shank. So oh. pork, yeah. So pork shank is almost like I'm calling it the dino pork shank. 
So it's the the shank from the leg of the of the pig, and uh, we smoke it, and uh, you can shred it off the bone. You can eat it off the bone. Uh, it's with a mango uh, pico de gallo, and, and then with some blue corn tortillas, so you can make your own oh. tacos at the table. So trying that to trying to bring great. something different, something that's a little bit more cost effective. We do have uh, we have we've added chicken. Uh, to the menu as well. As far as proteins, I believe that's it. Sausage? Did, I, did you mention we sausage? We do sausage. Yes, we have our Central Texas and we've got some that's got the cheese and, and the Serrano in it. And we make our own sausage here also yeah. as well. And then yeah, sides the, wise? The sides, we've got our uh, jalapeno cream corn. Uh, we've Looks got, so yes, and we've got our, our, we make our own macaroni and cheese uh, with three different blends of cheese. And then we top it with uh, our crumbled or crispy pork belly. So uh, we've got a brisket bean, which we, it's our family recipe for charro bean. And then throughout the day, we put our brisket trimmings in instead of throwing them in the trash. Ah. And uh, it'll chunks of fat and little chunks of meat and they simmer throughout the day. So and just get a great flavor. <laughs> yeah. um, so we've got a mango habanero coleslaw instead of regular coleslaw because uh, that paired really well. We, we developed it for our tacos and it just stayed as our, as, as our coleslaw now. But uh, we've got our blue belly taco, which is a blue corn tortilla with uh, pork belly slices in it, smoked, <laughs> and then with the mango habanero. So it's a great bite on top of oh, that. Oh, that sounds. Uh, being by Port Lavaca by the water, we wanted something that was seafood without being seafood. So we've we uh, from the beginning we came out with a uh, a barbecue gumbo. So it's all our barbecue meats that are left over. Uh, we use for that also, and basically it's got the same flavor as. A gumbo, but without the seafood. Ah, that's genius. <laughs> that's so yeah. smart. Yeah, and then uh, on Fridays, now that we're started doing the fajitas and tostadas and stuff like that with our barbecue meats, we also added uh, rice and beans to the menu. Okay. So for a long time, people were going, ah, you know, I said, no, we're not going to sell rice and beans, but you know, people ask for it. You got to, you got to accommodate people. You have to be. Uh... And of course, we we have our sandwiches and uh, tacos that mm. we make. Sandwiches. Uh, of course, you've got your your sliced or your chopped, and mm -hmm. uh, with all the other meats and the combinations. You know, panzón is about that tall. So the panzón sandwich has a layer of pulled pork, and it's got brisket, and it's got sausage on top. And when I was cutting at the beginning, before I went back to work, is there would be like 15, 15 workers in line from the plant, and and you're making everybody wants the panzón. So <laughs> you and the panzón in Spanish is is a fat guy. You know, you can rub your son and say. So uh, I would say, how many panzones? And I look down, and it wouldn't. It, it would always be the Hispanic guy. He's got his hand on his belly, and he's rubbing his belly like, yeah, I'm one. Take me one. So I'd start laying and making a bunch of them out at once at the same time. And I noticed behind you, I, I think I could see that pork belly is sold out. How how quickly do you sell out meats? Uh, pork belly goes pretty quick. Uh, the first thing that always sells is the mac and cheese. Okay. Uh, people love the mac and cheese and it goes, it's the fastest thing to go. Okay. And uh, I mean, you can't, I mean, potato salad. I mean, of course you put it in the cooler, uh, even beans. I mean, if you had, you know, if you had a big pot of beans, you could, you could, okay. you could cool them and, and heat them. But, you know, when you've got your mac and cheese, you can't do that with mac and cheese. So sure. uh, we make what we gauge, what we're going to need. And uh, you know, first come first serve. Yeah. Okay. But do you, are you, if, if someone came in at a certain time, can they get pretty much the entire menu? Oh, mostly? yes, okay. yes, okay. yes, yes, yes. You always work on that. That's important in your Yes, head, no. Okay. And, and I mean, a lot of people, I mean, unfortunately uh, we're at, I mean, we're in the middle of nowhere's out by the coast. So, um, you know, you're 12,000 people. So, I mean, I, we visit early. I mean, if we wanted to, it's like, I mean, you could sell out, but then, by, you know, in our location, it's not the best 
uh, best thing for us. I mean, you want to make sure you have as much meat protein, you know, you know, the more you sell, the more money you make. Yeah. And the people so, are making their uh, way out to see, yeah, there's an e, you know, for us here, it's just, I mean, it's the way it works out. I mean, we, I got 2000 gallon smokers Yeah, yeah. You know, if, for 12,000 people in town. I mean, so we could do, you know, you could make it 50 work. Brisket. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Definitely. But you just have to, you have to judge. I mean, we, we don't want any leftovers. So you have to judge. Uh, well, we do have a little bit leftover. It goes into our tamale. It goes into our gumbo. Uh, so that's where those extra meats go into. That makes sense. That's great. So that that's, it's, I, I definitely want to visit when I am able to, when things are okay with my mom, I want to, I want to be able to get on the road. And, and I know that your location has been something I've been looking at for so long and you are such a wonderful person and Christine seems so wonderful and Kelly, and it just seems like you've created such a great atmosphere and something unique. It's something unique. There's a lot of barbecue joints out there, but even you stand out as a unique place because it's you put so much love into what you what you're doing and it feel and it's it definitely comes through and i hope that you know oh, oh, oh people can understand that and how much you care about what you're doing it's something special you're doing something special yeah and like i said it's um it's more than for uh, from for me and for the family because you know it's more than just the barbecue i mean it's yeah. it's the build i mean Kelly will get upset. I mean, I've teased her, you know, on purpose. Like, hey, I think in Victoria, I'm going to get uh, uh, some wrap to make some science. And she's looking at me like, she does all our, our chalkboards and she does the menus. And uh, it's like, it's an insult if you're going to get somebody else. And I, and I do it on purpose just to, yeah, yeah. to, uh, to gig her. But uh, yeah, I mean, we'll get home and we'll sit around and we're talking about what the building's going to look like. We're talking about, you know, the, the, the pit or we're talking, you know, even now that Christine is doing the, the grilling, uh, you know, she, you know, doing the direct heat, you know, she runs all the business. So she's doing the books. She's taking care of the house. She's taking care of all the finances. She comes in, she, she takes her inventory. I mean, she, she buys everything when she gets the inventory list from that board. So she does, she does probably, you know, over 50% of the work that I mean, we don't have to do. Yeah, yeah. And now it helps picking, so much. That helps. So uh, the other day, uh, uh, I got a one of the Franklin uh, PK grills because I have an old one, but I got the green one because it matches our logo. So I hadn't used it yet, and I'm at, when I'm at the house, and I said, "You know, uh, why well, I bought that, right?" And she says, "What?" She goes, "You we know, try it out because the color in it, it's it's you know, it's a Franklin." I said, "No, it's because now that you're grilling at the restaurant, when I come home from work, I, I you know maybe you could uh, throw some steaks." <laughs> <or something." laughs> <laughs> that's so funny that's so great it's and, and no that's and it's it seems like you have a really good heart and it's it's i'm i'm really excited and we've we we've we've sent messages back and forth and it's you've always shared so much and that shows like the, when when you start sharing a lot i i can i can tell how much how proud you are of your business yeah, and how and, proud and you the are. other thing uh, that we hadn't talked about a little bit is employees is we, we, we like to say we grow our own, almost like teachers would grow, uh, you know, their own from uh, an aide to taking their, you know, going to school. But uh, for instance, Hunter, a uh, young boy, the young gentleman now gentleman. that works for us. And, uh, but uh, yeah, he uh, started with us uh, right out of high school uh, when we first opened and he's been with us all along. Great employee. Wow. But uh, he helped Kelly all the time and, Right now, officially, we've made him, uh, he's training for Run the Pit. And uh, so, I mean, usually that's been a family thing. And uh, so we think of him as family. You'll see one of the guy, uh, one of our uh, employees, Kyler, he's been with us the same amount of time. He's fixing to go to UT. So 
his sister came last year and helped us. We give away about 600 free meals a year. This year, we just did it again. So the, his sister came and, and volunteered and uh, to help us out uh, to give free food away. And then uh, he's fixing to go to college. In fact, he's answering the phone right now. Uh, he's fixing to go to college at UT. So his, his job is being rolled over to his sister. Oh. So we're training her right now and she's a great employee. So now it's in the family. Wow. So totally this year, 4th of July, we gave away 500 meals. There's another little kid here and he's, he's 15. And I'm like, is that your little, that your little brother? She goes, yeah. And he I said, Hey, it's, you're going to be a next employee. He shakes his head. So <laughs> you're not only hiring you know, people off the street, you, you actually, you, you're hiring a family. Yeah. It's, it's continuous. That's yeah. Yeah. Three, three siblings. And hopefully that's we'll okay. have three siblings next year. That's amazing. Now, so what, what festivals, uh, before I forget, where can people see you at what festivals coming up? The next one that we're going to is going to be uh, the Troubadour and uh, Tyler. Tyler. What's the date of that? Do you remember? Oh gosh. I think it's, I think it's September something. Something like that. Yeah. I'll put a little yeah. property on you. Okay. Yep. And then October 1st, we go, uh, after that, we go to Monterey. Yeah. Yeah. And the other thing too, that it's kind of cool besides festivals is, uh, so they Juan, the husband of the, uh, of our cheesecake, uh, lady, um, knows a guy that does MMA. He started promoting MMA fights. <laughs> okay. So, we're the sole food providers for these fights. So we went to a local one. There was a thousand people here. So it's kind of cool that you're at this fight and you're actually watching the fight. And, and uh, so we're doing that one. We're fixing to go to Victoria next uh, in, in, I think in a few weeks, the next within a month. And there's 2000 people we're going to feed there. And then the next one after that, we're going to Galveston, almost to Houston. And we'll, we're feeding 3000 people there. <laughs> so and then, the, yeah. So uh, again, uh, we're the so sole provider and, and, uh, helping each other out i've so never been to an mma nothing's fight. expected yeah but it's, it's kind of cool to, to <laughs> watch cool. the fights and yeah, that's cool. uh, so yeah i mean you just you uh, it's it's a hustle i mean right yeah. now you're got a hustle with Very the economy scrappy. it's yeah. a hustle yeah it is it's a fight every day i mean like i said it'd be nice that uh but it, it's tough that's kind of like that that's that's actually kind of a great way to end this like with the mma like it is oh yeah it, it is a fight like it's but it's not a physical fight it's a it's a it's a you're fighting to to stay alive in the best sense. Like you're doing, just doing as many things as you can to, you know, to provide food for whatever occasion, whatever thing. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a, what, what, is there anything that we did miss at all? Is there anything that? You... No, I think, I think we've covered everything. Um, you know, it's, it's, uh, you have a lot like going said, on, huh? How do you, a lot going on. I mean, we could talk for two hours. How do you uh, like, but... how do you, are you, is that the kind of person that seems like the kind of person you are, you like a lot going on, right? Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, so think about it here. You are in the middle of a pandemic. Uh, things aren't the best. The economy's crazy. Uh, you go off and, and you just want to make your business as great as possible. You go down to Bay city and you buy a location over there. Uh, that guy doesn't turn out. So, uh, you know, we reinvest that into buy a place in Victoria. So hopefully we talk about, you know, you're almost like a cockroach, you know, you have a nuclear, a nuclear explosion and, and you're still crawling out of it. Oh, yeah. You've gone through slow times, pandemics, you know, economy, recession. And uh, when you come out at the end, uh, hopefully everything will be set up already for a booming economy. Yeah, definitely. So that's my goal. Have Victoria ready to go, uh, have everything in place and uh, at that time. So right now, uh, as you're investing and you're putting everything, you know, everything's tighter because you're, you're, you're in not only in one location, you're, you're, you're cashing out a second location. Yeah, and, yeah. and 
um, you know, we'll sell, we'll end up selling Bay City, take that funds and then reinvest those back into Victoria. So Victoria seems like it makes a lot of sense. It, it does. does. And I love the, the like I, what I've seen, the little, the little bit of footage. And then also to yeah. the, uh, just how you've described it. That sounds so cool. So is a pawn shop going to be, what's a pawn shop going to be? So the pawn shop, the, the, and you'll see in the video that the pawn shops next to it, originally I was going to make it into something like we have here. But the pawn shop now, and looking at it, we've got the, the main building, and next to it, you got the pawn shop, and there's like 27 foot between it. And they closed that driveway. The city wouldn't let me use that drive. So it's dead space. Huh. So instantly, I'm looking at what do I need to do for sewage system or for drainage or for restrooms. You want nice restrooms. And you're going to have to cut a lot of concrete, and it's going to be odd to add restrooms to that facility. And then it hit me one day, if I tie both buildings together, with not only a breezeway, but actually a uh, entry foyer way. So you can open up doors from both locations, from both sides of the wall. You can go to the right, go to the pawn shop and have right there in the driveways, actually where you're, you can dig and you can do all your set, your, your commodes uh, and your sinks and, and just tie the sewer back in without having to cut concrete. And then that gives you a great entry. It gives you a safe place for kids and family to use the restroom. The front of the pawn shop will be a location for baked goods, uh, uh, vacuum packed meats. Uh, it'll be a, a retail store for, for merchandise. On the backside of that will be office space or maybe a small apartment. And then, then we don't have to worry about restrooms and we don't have to worry about that merchandise over in the main building. That's so smart. That's so great. That's... Everything will be tied together. How exciting. Gosh, that's, that's an exciting for Victoria. And if someone's watching this that lives in Victoria or nearby, they have an idea of what's coming and that's exciting that's really yeah exciting. so you're we're talking uh six thousand seventy eight hundred square foot of uh of uh floor space to play with so right now my mind's just like i yeah, can't yeah, sleep because i'm thinking okay what does it need to look like i mean which way do we want to go what's the interior so uh even with that design of that building it's an old gas station with 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 pipes and, and electrical and all kinds of weird stuff hanging on the walls and I'm looking at so much floor space in my mind, I'm thinking if I come in with two trailer loads of wood, I start putting two by fours in one foot away from the wall, insulate the back of that and just abandon in place everything that's there and yeah. just create new walls inside mm -hmm. the walls and drop ceilings and it's quick. quick and definitely. Cheap. But also too, like if, if someone has a, it knows of places with doors, they can cut the email oh, you or yeah. text you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Mark, I met a lot of people at, at sketchy places uh, picking up doors at, 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 at roadside parks at the outside. So I, I'd watch Marketplace and go, hey, uh, you have your doors still for sale? Yeah, they're $25 a piece. I'll buy them all, you know, buy $200 worth of, worth of doors. Uh, so now what I'm, what I'm looking for is the old tin that uh, come off of barns. Okay. And uh, usually that's going for like a buck a foot. And if I can find it cheaper and somebody's got, you know, maybe 40, 50 sheets, that's funny. Uh, we may just, you know, spend a thousand bucks. And that's, that's a lot of wall covering. When you, yeah. we start comparing that, mm -hmm. you know, but we don't know if we want to go to that rustic, uh, you know, format or not, but. That's great. Well, it's like, yeah. well, thank you so much Luby, for no, taking the time. This has been so eye-opening. It's so wonderful. 